It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. It was every bit as bad and worse than we expected. Memphis police on Friday evening released the body cam footage showing the horrific beating of Tyree Nichols by five Memphis police officers. The footage shows Nichols at a traffic stop being forcibly removed from the vehicle, but we don't see anything that would have prompted such a traffic stop and beating. Nichols was somehow able to break free and he ran, but they gave chase and they caught up with him just a few blocks from his mother's house. Then the footage shows Nichols being held down by some of this group while others beat him with their batons and their fists and kick him in the head. They sprayed him with pepper spray, and you can hear him shouting for his mother. No medical assistance arrived for 22 minutes, during which time the murderous then cops are seen standing around doing nothing except for the occasional high five and rinsing their eyes as some of the pepper spray that they assaulted Mr. Nichols with landed in their own eyes. The 29-year-old Tyree Nichols was taken to a local hospital where he later died from his injuries. Attorneys for the Nichols family have called the video absolutely appalling, alarming, and unconscionable. The five officers involved have been charged with murder, and Nichols' death has sparked nationwide protests and anger. Protesters took to the streets across the country over the weekend. In New York City, Atlanta, Boston, Baltimore, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Portland, among other cities, where marchers raised signs bearing his name and calling for police reform. As the investigation continues, questions are being raised over whether there could be additional charges for those five former officers who, like their victim, are black men and have since been charged with murder and kidnapping. Two other officers who arrived on the scene and did nothing to help Tyree Nichols have been placed on administrative leave pending a full investigation. It seems to me that there were more than seven of these despicable men who did nothing to help a young black man murdered by their colleagues. Meanwhile, the Memphis Police Department on Saturday announced that it would be permanently disbanding that specialized gang unit that the five former officers now charged with murder belonged to. The Scorpion unit, tasked with tackling rising levels of gang crime throughout the city of Memphis, just horrific. Now, another video of a different attack was also released on Friday. This one put out by a court in California. It's the footage showing the police response to the attack on Paul Pelosi, that is former Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband. We see police arriving at the Pelosi's house in San Francisco, where we see the suspect, David DePoppy, beginning to attack Mr. Pelosi. He opens the door as he and the attacker both have a hand on a hammer. The police repeatedly ordered the attacker to drop the hammer, but DePoppy says no way and starts using it to beat Pelosi over the head. Of course, the reality deniers on the right continue to spread lies and disgusting allegations that have no basis in fact. This is apparently how America rolls in 2023. But occasionally justice prevails. The rioter who attacked U.S. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick during the January 6th insurrection was sentenced on Friday to 80 months in prison. Julian Cater pleaded guilty this past September to two felony charges of assaulting police officers with a deadly weapon and causing bodily injury. This sorry excuse for a man, a New Jersey native, used chemical spray to assault officers during the attack on the Capitol building. Brian Sicknick, one of the officers who Cater attacked, suffered two strokes and died the day after the assault. 
For a comprehensive look at the January 6th prosecutions so far, tune in this Wednesday afternoon to The Nicole Sandler Show as Marcy Wheeler of EmptyWheel.net returns with another update. So the World Health Organization said that COVID-19 continues to constitute a public health emergency of international concern. That is its highest form of alert. The International Federation of the Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies says in a new report that the world is dangerously unprepared for future pandemics, and they're calling on countries to update their preparedness plans by the end of the year. Well, meet the new boss, same as the old boss, in the RNC anyway. After weeks of Republican-on-Republican attacks, Ronna McDaniel was re-elected to a rare fourth term as the chair of the Republican National Committee on Sunday. She eviscerated her main challenger, Harmie Dillon, who was endorsed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, 111 to 51. Oh, and Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, got four votes. <laughs> and one member wrote in former New York congressman and failed gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin. By the way, the former guy's hold on the Republican Party appears to be slipping as well. Although Trump never endorsed for the RNC chair, he did endorse two candidates down ticket, co-chair and treasurer, and they both lost. Oh, and Arizona Republican chair Kelly Ward, a Trump diehard and election denier, got trounced in her bid for secretary, losing 118 to 36. Ah, and the Super Bowl's now set. It'll be the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs at the Super Bowl in Arizona on February 12th with a trophy. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener supported and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button.